What is up, Headstrong Nation? Welcome back to another podcast. I apologize for the delay. I've been traveling and crazy. And also, this Friday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, we have our largest impact launch to date. I am stressing balls about it. So if you listen to this podcast and if you like this podcast, give it a thumbs up, give me a review, and also go buy some shit on Impact so I don't go broke. Thanks. Let's talk about a couple things here this week. All right. I I had this conversation with multiple clients and with a friend I was at at a photo shoot yesterday. And the 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 title of this podcast is is kind of odd. It's burn the ships. But the the whole premise of this is us being able to fully bet and trust on ourselves to do what we want to do in life instead of having scapegoats and relying on things as like back burners or option twos, plan Bs. It's very easy for you listening right now. It's very easy for you It was easy for me, so I know it's easy for you. It was very easy for me in my life when I was younger to say, hey, right now, this is my job. This is what I have and I'm comfortable here. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get my own business up and running when the time's right. I can't just walk away from a stable job to an unstable income. That's not how it works. That's exactly how it fucking works, Okay. That is exactly how it fucking works. If we sit here and we wait for the the perfect time or the right time to leave a stable environment for an uncomfortable one, it's never going to happen. That's the whole point. The, The last podcast I did was about potential and reaching for potential. You have to jump. You have to. And the reason that this podcast is called Burn the Ships because it comes from a story And I don't even know the full story, so I'm probably going to absolutely butcher it. I don't even remember why I read it. But it was a, I believe it was a a historic battle in, in, obviously in history. But uh, they had, so this general, he had about a fifth of the men that he was going to battle on his ships. And they docked on the shore and his men got ready for battle and they realized that they were outnumbered five to one. They ended up winning this battle and they ended up taking over the land. And he was asked, how did you win when the odds were so against you? And he said, I burned all the ships. So what he did was he gave his soldiers no choice, no choice, no plan B, no, oh, we can get on the ships and run away if we lose. That wasn't an option. Their only option was win this battle or fucking die. They had no choice but to bet on themselves and their fight or flight response and their ability to survive. And guess what? They fucking won because they burned the ships. They didn't even have a chance to second guess themselves. They didn't have the time. They didn't have the energy. They had no option to second guess themselves. They had to fucking do it or they died. You need to burn your fucking ships if you want to be successful. You need to burn every safe haven, every safety net, every ship where you can get on it and you can go back to a comfortable place of living if you fail. That gives you the option to fail. When I I first opened my gym in San Diego, I was 21. I don't even know how many years ago that was. (laughs) I'm 27, man. Six years ago. I opened up my gym and... I had to do this because I was working in another gym and the guy fired all of us because he was a piece of shit. He fired us Sunday night at 10 p.m. 
And I had clients 5 a.m. that next morning. So I had to train my clients out of some random dude's garage who had training mats, like a, like a wrestling mat, 10-pound dumbbells, and like a, a rusty squat rack with 10-pound plates. I trained my clients out of there for an entire month before I was able to open up a gym, right? And, and I, didn't, I didn't have anywhere else to go. You know what I mean? I gave, I gave this, this owner of the gym, douchebag, I gave him control over me. So he was, he was where I had to rely. He was the ship. And guess what he did? He kicked me off the fucking ship, left me on shore, and he, he drove the boat away. So metaphorically, he burned my own ship for me. I had no fucking choice but to make my training and personal training business work. So me and the other trainers, you know, they, they, they followed me. I opened up this gym and it ran successful for three and a half freaking years. But I got into this same exact cycle of, dude, this is super fucking comfortable. I was making good money. We had like six trainers running out space. We had some members. We had a supplement shop. The rent was super cheap. I mean, I was, I was walking away every month with like 4,000 bucks profit after all my bills, personal and business were paid. That was a great place for me to be in. But I knew my growth was limited. And I started online coaching. I actually met my first two clients, Kendall and Dez. I'm sure most of you know them. Uh, I met them at an Arnold. And they said, hey, I, I really like your vibe and you're knowledgeable. I'd love for you to be my online coach. And I was like, online coach? I've never done that before, right? I've never online coached, but like, sure, let's do it. We started working together. They started getting really successful. And I started really getting this demand as an online coach. And it got to the point where I was battling both. I was making a lot more money because I was online coaching on, on top of my gym. But I had to look at myself and I had to make this, this, this very scary decision in the hometown I, I went to high school in, a gym, a successful business, a comfortable business. I knew exactly how much money I was getting. I had respect in the town. I was known as the fitness guy in that town, right? I was never short on clients. So I had to look and say, damn, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good right now. I wasn't great. I, I, don't, I still don't think I'm great. I'm better. I don't think I'm great. I don't think I'll ever be great. That keeps me hungry. But I was good. I wasn't, I wasn't getting better. So I had to take this and I had to really sit with myself and go, shit, man, there is definitely, I, I know, and I felt it in my core. I can build something so much bigger if I switch to online coaching. But right now, me latching on to the, the ship, my gym, that comfort, that comfortable income, me latching onto that for dear life because it's what I, I built, it's what I was comfortable with for three and a half fucking years. It was literally stopping my growth exponentially, exponentially. So I had to make this decision of, am I going to go full online or am I going to try to, to you know, make the difference or, or split the difference? So you know what I did? I made a fucking audible and in less than a month, I closed my gym. I sold all the equipment. I offered one of my coaches the keys to the gym for free to run it and he denied. So I made sure all the other coaches had a good spot to be in. I didn't leave anybody high and dry just for anybody listening. But I made the decision. I closed the gym. I sold all the equipment and I moved down into San Diego, like down off the mountain, off that old, off that town where I knew nobody. 
I burned every single ship. I got out of my comfortable town. I went to a more expensive place of living. I let go of the gym. So I went from that $4,000 profit a month down to like the $2,000 a month I was making from online coaching. So I cut my profit in half, but my bills went higher personally, right? So I think my overhead was about $2,400 after like rent and my car and stuff. So I was, I was negative. So I was like, shit, you know, I've got savings, but I need to start making money. I didn't have anywhere else to fall back on. So I said, dude, if you need to make more money, you need to build this fucking coaching empire right now. And you know what I did? I built the fuck out of that coaching empire every single day on Instagram, showing up, doing podcasts, free information, getting my clients the best possible results they could get. I have so many online coaches come to me and say, dude, how do you build a, a successful online coaching business? And I say, you be a successful online coach. You get your clients success. You don't give your clients an option to not be successful. And then you don't give yourself an option to not be successful. You over deliver, over deliver. Everybody in this right now, you have to understand our society is so molded to a thought process of what's my job? Okay, that's my job. Now I clocked out. I'm done with my job. I go home. No, if you want to raise, if you want to go up into a company, if you want people to be attracted to your business, you need to over deliver for every single person that you come into contact in with your life without needing a return. I do not need a return to go above and beyond for my clients. I don't need a return to call my clients up on the phone when they're struggling. I don't need, you, you guys You guys sure saw my, my freaking Instagram when I went to nationals for one of my clients. I ended up spending an additional like $1,600 just to get there in time to see her compete. Right? I didn't ask for anything in return. I didn't expect anything in return. But that is what I do for my people. That is why I, I am where I am. We don't over deliver anymore. If you're at, if you're in a job right now and you're you're waiting on this raise and you keep getting pissed off because you're like, oh, I'm really good at my job. Let me paint you a picture, okay? If I'm if I'm if I'm at my gym, right? If I had my gym and a personal trainer is really really good at their job and they want to be bumped up to a manager, if they continue to just be a good personal trainer, right? If they're the best personal trainer they can be, they're the best personal trainer. I have, why would I take you away from that job if you're not showing me that you're doing other things, right? If you're like, man, I'm the best personal trainer, I deserve to be a manager. Well, if you're the best personal trainer, it makes more sense to me as a business to keep you as a personal trainer. But if you're training all your clients and then you're going and you're organizing the you know, the supplements and then you're checking in members and then you're, you're revamping the, the check-in system to make it more efficient for the gym, right? You're over delivering because that is what you're capable of. I start seeing that light shine bright. I start saying, damn, that person is really, really over delivering here. They need a higher pay grade. They need more jobs to do because this is, they, they have so much capability. They have so much potential I need to give them a job that suits that. And guess what? When you over deliver, you get more money and you're not doing it on purpose. You're doing it because you can do it. If you're here and you're thinking about a job that you do right now, if you go clock in, I don't care if you flip fucking burgers and McDonald's. When you're not flipping burgers, go clean the bathrooms. When you're not cleaning the bathroom, go organize the freezer. 
Keep over delivering because your superiors will notice and that is how you move up in this world. When you're in a relationship, over deliver for those people. Friends, family, over deliver. Stop asking for things in return. Stop expecting things in return. If you expect anything from somebody, you're going to be disappointed. Over deliver. That, that abundance mindset will always bring in more and you will always give out more. That is what abundance means. The scarcity mindset though, you know, I'm only going to do this if it benefits me. You will never, ever, ever be successful. You need to trust yourself. And when you get into that, that habit of over-delivering, that's when you can burn those fucking ships. Because if you over-deliver for yourself, you're always going to have success. There's no question in my mind anymore of whether or not I can achieve something. That took me a long fucking time to get it. And hell, it might even sound cocky. And quite frankly, I'm sure as all of you guys know listening to this podcast, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I really don't. My people that are attracted to me and follow me, y'all are my day ones. I, I do these things for you. I don't do these for the haters. I love my haters. Haters are my motivators. But also go fuck yourself, right? I know whatever I do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it successfully because I have engraved it in my head that that's the only option that I have. Anytime I go into a new venture, my burn, my boats are burned. My ships are burned. If I take something on, when I took on online coaching, when I took on impact, when I took on within reach, when I took on my investments in real estate, right? I have a, I'll release some new, new business ventures I'm working on right now. Every single one of these are so scary for me to start, but I know for a fucking fact they're going to be successful because I have burned so many ships in my life and I have never needed to hop back on one because I don't give myself the option or the need for it. Will Smith said an amazing quote. He said, there's no need for a plan B because it distracts from plan A. That's the best quote I could possibly use and resonate with with this. Another quote I will share with you guys is work harder on yourself than you do your job. Your income is directly related to your philosophy, not the economy. And for things to change, you must change. Burn your ships, over-deliver, trust yourself. Because our, our whole lives, I did a whole podcast on choices. You are what you choose to be. Our whole life is full of choices. Every time you make a choice, it's a gamble. You're making bets every day of your life, right? You wake up, you cross the street without looking, that's a choice, and that's a bet that you're not going to get hit by a car. I'm going to make a choice, and I'm going to bet on myself 10 times out of 10. And if you truly, if you bet on yourself, if you make a choice, to trust yourself, you bet on yourself, and you give your mind no way out, no escape route, you say, hey, the only way you can go is that way, and then you you burn the bridge, you can't get back. This is the only way you can go. So whatever obstacles in front of you, you have no fucking choice but to get through it because there was no other option. If you make that bet on yourself, if you burn your fucking ships, you will be successful. It does not matter what you're trying to accomplish. I don't care if you want to make 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, 50K a month. Shit, if you would have told me three years ago when I had my gym, was it three years ago that I had my gym? I think so. If you had told me three, three, let's just say four years ago. If, <laughs> I'm getting old. If you would have told me four years ago when I owned my gym, profiting $4,000 a month, if you told me, hey, dude, if you leave, you could be making 50, 60, 70, 80, hell, 100K a month. I would think you're a fucking idiot. I would think you're a fucking idiot. I would not believe you. 
But when I trusted myself and I never gave myself an option to not build forward momentum and I've been doing that for the last three and a half, four years of my life, that compound effect of momentum builds up a fucking astronomical amount. And that's where everything starts piling on top of it. All, all your little minuscule mundane things that you've changed. The first step towards change is awareness. The second step is acceptance. So when we, when we are aware that change needs to happen and we accept that change needs to happen, that is when success comes. Money is easy. Money is easy. But working on your mental way of viewing things, working on that mental fortitude, working on letting go of safety nets, work, working on letting go of toxic relationships so that you can break free of all these bullshit cages that we put ourselves in so that you can get to where you want to be in life. That's the hard part. It's a habit. Habit is the daily battleground of character, right? 99% of leadership failures are failures of character, not failures of a leader. The leader's character was flawed. Right now, you're not successful because your character is flawed. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. My character is flawed. But I've made a cognizant effort since I started this to always work on my character development. Reading books and everything I, everything I read, everything I do, I try to articulate to you guys in this podcast because I feel like giving you this is just going to help you be successful. This is one of my ways I feel I over-deliver or I try to over-deliver for the people who follow me. You guys mean a fucking lot to me. You guys mean a lot to me. Don't give up your dreams for a, for a comfortable salary. One more quote for you guys before I'm done here. This is in. Also, let me, let me give a plug real quick. I have made Impact 2021 planners, entire year planners with calendars. Each month has a quote of the month that I feel is super powerful. There are multiple questions on it every single day. Three goals for the day. You have your year goals you write in the beginning of it. Each month has a monthly review of how you did for your goals, what you need to do better. Every single day has a three daily goal. It has a did I fuck up? If so, how so? How can I change better? These are amazing. And I made these because I think they're going to help everybody. Anyways, this and the reason I'm saying this quote about the when I said don't give up your dreams for a comfortable salary, this is the first quote of the planners. And the quote is a salary is the drug they give you to forget your dreams. Let that sink in. A salary is the drug they give you for you to forget your dreams. When you accept a comfortable salary, you accept building somebody else's dream. In replace of your own. Uh, uh, working for a salary instead of being your own boss and working. For, now, don't get me wrong. You can join teams, right? My, my coaching team, we're all on the same level. That's not my team. Team NK is all of ours, right? It started off as me, but when I added people on, it became our team. Nobody works underneath me at all, right? They're their own person. They're living their own dreams and they can expand however they want. But when you give up, your dream for another person's money. You are literally sacrificing your own dreams, your own life to build somebody else's dream for them. That, fuck that, man. What I really want you guys to understand, people talk about the value of time so much, but nobody really understands it. 
really think about how fucking crucial your time is. You're not going to be 19 forever. You're not going to be 20 forever. Shit, I might not be one of the one of the better coaches or the top coaches five years from now. I might not be. Fitness might not even be around in five years. I have to get everything. I have to get it all while I can. Like I said, every time there's an opportunity, there's that window open. And once I see that window open, for me, it will slowly start closing. These windows of opportunity, they do not stay open forever. I will not be a successful coach forever. I don't believe so. It will come a time where I need to adapt and change and move to a different venture, just like I did from being a gym owner, just like I did from being a personal trainer, and now I'm an online coach. There will be a different phase of my life. I know this to be true. So I will not waste my time by not being the best possible coach I can be and not over-delivering to every single client that I touch because that is a waste of my time and their time. And time is something that will fucking run out for every single one of us. Every single one. I do not want to spend, I did not want to spend my early 20s working for somebody else, being miserable, working for the weekend, waiting for it to be Friday so I can go get drunk. I said this quote in my last podcast, people spend more money escaping their reality than they do investing to create a better one for themselves. I was that person until I burned my ships. If I can leave anything from this from you guys, obviously, obviously it's burn your ships, right? We, we, that one's fucking obvious, but I want you guys to take a cold, hard look at you, yourself, your career, your character, and have uncomfortable conversations with yourself. Nobody has to be around for these. Are you truly happy with where you are or are you convincing yourself you're happy with where you are because it's comfortable and you don't want to admit that you could be further if you actually showed up and tried? Potential not used is potential wasted. That's where I'm going to leave you guys for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. And as always, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, I would really appreciate a a share uh, a review if you guys haven't left one even if you just go put five stars it does help the podcast grow i love you all so much don't forget the impact launch because it was expensive <laughs> thanks guys i'll talk to you in the next one